Hello, this is Pastor Kong Hee. I want to thank you for joining us on our podcast. I pray that you'll be blessed in Christ, encouraged by the Word, and experience an encounter with God. Remember, knowing God and being known by Him is the greatest pursuit of life. Enjoy the message. Every Easter, we remember the sacrificial death of Jesus on the cross. This is the focus of the entire gospel, the good news. Something truly amazing happened during Easter. Martin Luther called it the wonderful exchange. Others call it the sweet exchange, the divine exchange, or the great exchange. The cross was the focus of the Christians in the early church. In his opening words to the Corinthians, Paul says, but we preach Christ crucified, Christ, the power of God and the wisdom of God. No matter what your need or problem may be, God has an answer for you. But there is only one place that you can find the answer at, the cross on which Jesus died. It is only through the cross and the cross alone that you can receive provision for all your needs and answers to your problems. Now, Eight powerful things happen in the great exchange. Let us just look at the first four. Number one, on the cross, Jesus was punished so that we might be forgiven. Isaiah 53 and verse 5 says that he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace was upon him. At Calvary, Jesus took the complete outpouring of God's wrath on sin and bore the full punishment due to everyone on himself. On the cross, he fully and completely quenched his Father's holy and righteous anger against sin and forever made any further sacrifice unnecessary. That is why it is called the finished work of the cross. The work is done. Finished once for all. The Bible says that Jesus nailed all our guilty judgment and condemnation on the cross. And in exchange, God has forgiven us of all our sins. Number one, the cross offers us forgiveness. Number two, on the cross, Jesus was treated as guilty so that we might be declared righteous. 2 Corinthians 5.21 says, For He made Him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in Him. Under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, Paul was very careful with his choice of words. He didn't say that Jesus became a sinner or became sinful because even on the cross, He was completely sinless. But God the Father treated Him as if He were a sinner. In the court of law, this is sometimes called vicarious liability. Jesus bore our guilty judgment and in exchange, He gave us His righteous standing. This is a tremendous exchange. Now, it doesn't mean that overnight we are morally pure and perfect. Rather, it means that by believing in Christ, we are considered righteous in the courts of heaven. As long as we abide in Christ, we will never go to hell. Number two, the cross gives us righteousness. Now, number three, on the cross, Jesus bore our shame so that we might share His glory. Shame can be anything from feeling embarrassed 
to a horrible sense of unworthiness. Shame makes us retreat from God and from people. Many people suffer from it because of abuses that are sexual, physical, mental, and emotional. Abuses leave scars that can only be completely healed by the love of God. In history, no one was shamed more than Jesus. Hebrews 12 and verse 2 says that Jesus endured the cross, despising the shame. And in exchange, all who trust in Him can be released from their own shame and taste of His glory. This means that in this lifetime, we can have a foretaste of the divine glory, worth, and value that belong to God. But ultimately, in the age to come, in eternity, we will experience glorification. That means being perfected like Christ in spirit, soul, and body without any more defects. Number three, the cross gives us glory. Number four, on the cross, Jesus endured rejection so that we might have acceptance with the Father. Rejection is even worse than shame. And this happens when there is a lack of love and kindness in a relationship. Children can experience rejection from parents and teachers. The breakup of a marriage can result in a deep sense of rejection. Rejection can be experienced from the womb to the grave. No one experienced rejection more than Jesus Christ. On the cross, he cried out, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani, that is my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Jesus endured the worst of all forms of abandonment. He was rejected by his own father. Immediately, his heart broke. And almost at the same time, the veil of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. This is to show that the way had been opened for all sinners to have direct access to fellowship with a holy God. Ephesians 1 verse 6 says that because of Jesus, we are now accepted by God to be His children. This is the great exchange. The rejection of Jesus resulted in our acceptance. Number four, the cross gives us acceptance. God is a good God. He has given us one and only one place to find divine provision for every problem and need. And that's the cross of Jesus. Through the great exchange that happened on the cross, Jesus was punished so that we might be forgiven. Number two, Jesus was treated as guilty so that we might be declared righteous. Number three, Jesus bore our shame so that we might share His glory. Number four, Jesus endured rejection so that we might have acceptance with the Father. Do you have unforgiven sins? Do you have clear assurance that your sins have been forgiven because of the sacrifice of Jesus? If not, why don't you say this prayer with me? God, I confess that I'm a sinner and there are unforgiven sins in my life. But I believe that Jesus was punished so that I might be forgiven. Right now, I ask you to please forgive me of all my sins. In Jesus' name, I pray. The Bible promises that if we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. 
Praise the Lord. Why don't we just take some time to thank the Lord right now? Just say, thank you, Lord Jesus, that you were punished so that I can be forgiven. Thank you, Lord. Thank Him some more and say, thank you, Lord Jesus, that you were treated as guilty because of my sin so that I might be declared righteous with your righteousness. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that you bore my shame so that I might share in your glory. In you, I'm a person of great worth and value. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that you endured my rejection so that I might have acceptance with the Father. I'm a child of God, adopted into His family and an heir of His great inheritance. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. God bless.